0: So either you run your publishing business far away, where your writer can't get at it, or you publish right alongside of him, and have much more fun, and much more expense. Sylvia Beach, on Working with James Joyce. Welcome to Angry Typewriter, a podcast about writing and the writing life. I'm Paul, and as I'm sure you're aware, we're in the middle of Banned Books Week in the United States. I haven't talked about it on this podcast because I've been doing a week-long series on my bookish podcast instead. But as I do author profiles on this podcast, I want to share one that is also on bookish today. Today's author wrote one book fantastic memoir, and had one collection of letters published 50 years after her death, so she qualifies as an author for sure. She also single-handedly as a publisher brought the world a major work of fiction that no other publisher would touch, which qualifies her as a hero in the fight for intellectual freedom. To round out the literary trifecta, she's without dispute the patron saint of booksellers. So in our Banned Books Week author profile, let's meet... Sylvia Beach. I've talked about Sylvia before on this podcast. How could I not? And a poster of her with Hemingway in front of her Shakespeare and Company bookstore in Paris hung prominently in my own bookstore. But I've not spoken much about her place in the history of the fight against censorship before we get into that, let's take a brief look at her biography. In 1919, Sylvia Beach, the daughter of a Presbyterian minister in New Jersey, opened a bookshop in Paris called Shakespeare and Company. Now this is not, it should be noted, the same Shakespeare and Company that still exists in Paris today. The current shop was founded in 1951 by George Whitman, Sylvia's store having closed down during the Nazi occupation in 1941. But Shakespeare and Company of today is definitely a continuation of her vision and legacy. Sylvia's 1959 memoir, Shakespeare and Company, the only book she ever wrote, chronicles the nearly 25 years her bookstore was the literary center of the world. The authors who frequented the shop, and even received mail there when they had no stable address include nearly every notable writer from the 1920s and 1930s so-called lost generation. T.S. Eliot, F. Scott Fitzgerald, Ezra Pound, DeJuna Barnes, Gertrude Stein, John Dos Passos, James Joyce, D.H. Lawrence, and of course, Ernest Hemingway. Among those authors, she's most closely linked with Joyce, for reasons that will be clear in a moment. She closed the shop in 1941 during the occupation, rather than sell her last copy of Pentagon's Wake to a Nazi officer. Sylvia died in Paris on October 5, 1962, at the age of 75. Now it is no secret from both her memoir and her letters that Sylvia Beach simply adored James Joyce. Incidentally, her love of him and his work is the sole reason I try every year to read Ulysses, so far without success. But if she loved it, there's gotta be a reason, so I'll keep on trying. In any case, Ulysses was written over a seven-year period from 1914 to 1921, and was serialized in the American journal The Little Review between 1918 and 1920, until the publication of one chapter led to a prosecution for indecency in the American courts. After a trial in 1921, though not yet even compiled compiled in book form, Ulysses was banned in the United States and ultimately in other English-speaking countries as well, as no other publisher would accept the manuscript. This is where Sylvia stepped in. Though she wasn't a publisher, she believed the world needed to read Ulysses, And she took on the task of having the book edited and published no small feat for a work that ended up being 730 pages long the first two copies arrived on joyce's 40th birthday one for him and one for her subsequent copies were distributed clandestinely in america by among other people ernest hemingway who connected her with a friend in canada who smuggled hundreds of copies across the border the Shakespeare and Company edition of Ulysses went through multiple printings and shipped worldwide, but the effort very nearly bankrupted Sylvia in her bookstore because she took no royalties for her role as publisher, believing that the bulk of payment for a book belonged to the author. Only the intervention of several author friends helped her stave off financial ruin, but she seemed not to care what happened to her as long as Ulysses made it to readers. This was a blow against censorship that literally did not count the cost to herself. In 1934, the legal decision, United States versus one book called Ulysses, overturned the ban on the book and Random House published the first US edition that year. It was a financial windfall for Joyce, but Sylvia saw none of it. After all she had done, he didn't even tell her in advance of the Random House sale nor offer her a penny of the then-huge $45,000 advance. Consistent to the end, Sylvia wrote that, I understood from the first that working with or for Mr. Joyce, the pleasure was mine, an infinite pleasure. The profits were for him. So as we celebrate Banned Books Week this week, and as you perhaps, like me, try tackling Ulysses again, Remember the visionary woman who first stood against censorship and brought the book to readers at great personal cost. I want to close this episode with my favorite quote about Sylvia Beach, and one that sums her up quite well, I think. In his memoir of his early years in Paris, Hemingway wrote several chapters about Sylvia. The most memorable was this: "No one," he wrote in A Moveable Feast, was ever nicer to me. Have a great day. Read some banned books. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Angry Typewriter. I hope it's been both informative and entertaining. Especially for you writers out there. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'd also consider clicking on the Support This Podcast link on the Anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can help keep these episodes coming. And it will also go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.